Welcome back, everybody. It is Wednesday, January 5th, and I am JD. That is Krista. And here we are just for today. Some recovery for you. We can enjoy our families in a new way and may become a credit to them instead of an embarrassment or a burden. Basic text page 104. We're doing great in recovery, aren't we? We go to meetings every day. We spend every evening with our friends in the fellowship and every weekend we dash off to a service workshop. But if things are falling, but if things are falling to pieces at home, we're not doing so great after all. We expect our families to understand. After all, we're not using drugs anymore. Why don't they recognize our progress? Don't they understand how important our meetings, our service and our involvement with our fellowship are? Our families will not appreciate the change from the rooms is working in our lives unless we show them. If we rush off to a meeting the same way we rush off to use drugs, what really has changed? If we continue to ignore the needs and desires of our partners and children, failing to accept our responsibilities at home, we aren't practicing these principles in all of our affairs. We must live the program everywhere we go and everything we do. If we want spiritual life to be more than a theory, we have to live it at home. When we do this, the people we share our lives with are sure to notice the change and to be grateful that we found the rooms. Just for today, I will take care of my recovery. I will take my recovery home with me. So, so, so important. Yeah. I. It, it happens because we are obsessive people. We get obsessed. We have obsessions, whether it's the drug whether it's a drink, whether it's a partner that we're with, you know, you, you know it all the time from rehab, the people that didn't want to break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend in order to go to rehab because they were, had to go to separate ones. Mm-hmm. And you obsess with that person the entire time and you can't get sober without it's we have obsessions and they don't go away just because you take away the drink or the drug. Now the obsession becomes the meetings. Um what is yeah what is what is the standard that you hear for somebody new a newcomer what is it what do they tell you how many meetings to do what, 90 like and 90 90, 90 and 90 and 90 but guess what i'm an obsessive person krista so guess how many get, how many I, a day <laughs> i did 250 and 90 okay it's a lot yeah um i was going to three four a day sometimes five yeah. a day damn um i did 20 in a weekend before this dedication um no it's obsession I mean, it's, it's, it's literally obsession. So I wasn't actually living it. I was living it. I, I was living in the rooms, but I wasn't living a regular life with what the rooms were teaching me. Right. Yeah. It wasn't until I had my relapse and I had to learn all this shit again, but I had to learn to balance. Yep. I had to learn to not depend my recovery on the rooms because guess what happens? COVID happens. Rooms get That's shut what down. Right pandemics happen and rooms get shut down and then then where's your recovery when your room is shut down and you can't go to a meeting anymore and like that must have been so freaking hard like i mean i quit drinking it wasn't hard for me because like i quit drinking two weeks before that though you did right before my yeah my my sober date is 229 20 okay lockdown was march 13th i believe if i'm not mistaken or march 12th yeah that's when lockdown happened that was two weeks later so I didn't, I didn't have the rooms to depend on this time to get sober. I Wait, had this. I forgot. I started my podcast in July. 
I was a year okay, and a, a so couple months sober. This. Yeah, I didn't even have this. Um, but what I had was my wife that quit with me. Mm-hmm. And that was that connection. And then plus, I called everybody from my old program. Okay. I started connecting again with everybody that I used to have close to me mm-hmm. um, and started talking to them that way because the rooms were gone for all yeah. of us. Yeah. So you had to find other means and ways to stay sober. Yeah. And it was connecting with other people. Like we talked about yesterday with connections. Mm-hmm. I had to find ways to connect with other people yeah. like me in order to stay sober with like-minded goals and ideas. Um, what do you, What did you get from that? For me, like I have Steven too, who's in recovery. So that helps tremendously, you know. Um, I'm not going to say I was obsessed with meetings because for me it was kind of hard for me to accept going because I think... Like, where I was, we sort of had to go. So we were, like, kind of pushed into it. Um, <laughs> and then I liked it. And then I found a place, you know, where I could go and feel, like, accepted. And I could go and it wasn't, like, alone with what I was dealing with. Um, yeah, it, we were pushed into it also. Yeah. It was mandatory to do five yeah. a week when you were in treatment and yeah. three a week when you were in sober living. But I'm an obsessive person. So I was doing three a day instead of three a week because I wanted to show you how bad I wanted to be sober, but it really didn't fucking matter. I just needed to so do it. Like, I was like, Ugh, again, you know, like, because I had to do it. So I would have been bringing you to the meeting, Krista. I'd be like, no, you're coming with me. Right. This is a good I mean, spot. My sponsor good... tried to do that. I, but then, and then I found a job because we had to work in this over a living. So then it was just like a hard person. So it's a little different for me, but bringing recovery home is so important because then, you know, when you're not going to the meetings, we had like group meetings at the home. We, me and Steven would sit and talk about recovery and what we were dealing with between us, you know, and two people make a meeting, right? So. Yeah. Did did you obsess about drugs for one hour a day during your addiction or did you obsess about drugs all day long? You know what I mean? Like, because. wanted to get drunk I obsessed about getting drunk I I had to be drunk I had to go get drunk like I mean there were times where I would you know wouldn't be drunk but would my mind obsess over it would I drink on break at work yeah like yeah that's my point we were all day long we were thinking about drinking or drugging yeah so now that we're sober we it just one hour a day isn't going to alleviate the it, it can it can reset your day don't it get me wrong. It a good, yeah, a good meeting will reset your day. Like I used to go to meetings at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. every single day because if I had a bad day, I would lay my head on the pillow at min- at 12:30 at night and I would yeah. sleep good because I had a meeting right before that. That was a good way to end my day. It did shift everything. But you know, if that meeting went away, what would have happened right. to me early in sobriety if I lost that dependability? I wasn't learning anything else. Mm-hmm. So you can't just just do it at home. Take the yeah. work and bring it home with you. It's like school. Right. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not at school all day long. You have homework to do. You mm-hmm. have to do some reading. You have to do some worksheets. That's the steps. That yeah. you know what I mean? You're not working the steps while you're sitting in an hour long meeting. You're not doing a fourth step. You know, unless you're in a back to basics meeting, maybe, but like you're not working the steps in meetings. You're learning how to work the steps at home from the meeting. You're learning how to connect with your higher power so that when you're home, you can connect with your higher power. Mm-hmm. You, It's a tool. You go there to learn how to use the tools. And yeah. then when you leave, you have to use the tools that you just learned how to use in school. Yeah. AA the meeting. So that's what I got. If you work it. <laughs> <laughs> it works if you, another slogan. It works, 
We're going to have to get Jeff on here, too. Um, I, Jeff Vickers, he's the yeah. author of the book Sober Slogans, and he's been on my show a couple times. Hey, awesome. And, yeah, the 90 and 90 is literally in his book. Okay. Like, he has a chapter on it. So, awesome. yeah, we'll have to get Jeff on here sometime, too. I know that. But at least we have a bunch of guests we could have join us sometimes. So you guys could have some surprises here and there, too. That would be awesome. So, awesome. Thank you so much. That's a great one. I love this. I'll see you tomorrow.